Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the next episode of the Chase McAndrew Podcast. I'm your host, Chase McAndrew, and today I'm here to talk about the seventh, right, seventh installment of the Mission Impossible franchise, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, the third straight film in the franchise where Christopher McQuarrie has directed and written by himself or co-written a screenplay. Um, first time for a franchise or for this franchise to have a director return was the, the last film, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, McQuarrie and Cruz have been on a bit of a uh, bit. Uh, they've been on a bit of a. Uh, uh, tag team tandem the last like 10 years or so I believe Jack Reacher was the first one they did together and then they or no I think um yeah Jack Reacher was the first one that they did together and then they did Mission Mission Impossible 5 and then they did uh Jack Reacher 2 I don't think he directed that one but I know he wrote it was he in I know he was I think he wrote, co-wrote, uh, Live, Die, uh, Live, Die, Repeat, um, uh, the alien one that I love so much, uh, can't, can't think of the, real, the, uh, the real name for it, but it's a great movie, um, I know Brian Singer directed it, but didn't he co-write or write the Nazi one that, or the, yeah, the Nazi one that Tom Cruise was involved in? The one to kill Hitler, right? Where Tom Cruise gets half his fingers blown off one hand, and then the whole hand in the other, in the other one. I can't think of that one's name, name other. But anyway, him, him and Tom Cruise have, have been working together for quite a while now, and they and they have this great rapport. And I think McCory really knows how to write for Cruise and all that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, let's talk about this movie. Um, I'm a huge fan of this franchise in general. Uh, I can genuinely say that I like, I, 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 I at least like all seven of these films. I know two gets, gets a lot of shit, but, and it's by far the weakest of this franchise. But I, I do like the movie. I think, I think the ending action chase sequence is really cool and really well done. Um, it just, it feels really different from the rest of the franchise. I think it's very, very, very different. It's, it's overly stylized. It's, it's, he's more of a James Bond type in the film. Um, which I don't mind, but they were still feeling at the franchise because it's, it's the second film in, in the franchise. Um, but I think ever since three, they have really been for the most part, consistent with the tone and with the, um, with the, everything about this franchise since, uh, part three, um, then it goes on to four, then five, then six, and now this one, Dead Reckoning part one, part seven, um, and it's great. It's it might be my favorite of the franchise, 
Um, uh, it's just so good. I mean, the action here is phenomenal. There's some apps. There's there's a sequence in this film that you can tell was filmed on a green screen, but the actors were actually doing the stunts practically on the green screen. So it makes it, it wouldn't be as it's not as nail biting as it would be if they were actually on a location for it but it's still pretty good and pretty well executed I would say even though it is CGI um yeah I think it's really cool uh there is a train fight that I was for sure like oh this was a, this was also green screen apparently not apparently this was literally Tom Cruise and Isai you say Isai Morales I would say the guy's name literally on this train fighting and um Okay, that that is awesome. That train fight's really cool. They have some great callbacks on top of the train to the original Mission Impossible film. Um, I, I, I that was cool. Speaking of the original, uh, Henry Zerny comes back um, from the original film. Plays played Kittredge in the original, the IMF. Um, uh, the IMF uh, uh, head, the head of the IMF in the first one. Um, I genuinely thought his involvement in the film, while not he's not in the film that much, he's a pretty prominent, important figure in the movie, especially near the third act, middle-ish, late second act third act for sure uh, but it was really cool to see him back um, he's great it's all, he's, he's, he's that stoic cold that he has always been in uh, this franchise in, in the first installment of this film um, there's a lot of callbacks to the original film in this one that scene that we saw in the trailer of course I haven't seen the trailers I, I, I finally did see, see the trailers after I saw the movie, um, and yeah, man, it was really cool, uh, the Dutch angles, uh, that was cool, uh, seeing that was pretty badass, um, again, you know, in that scene with Kittredge and Tom Cruise, that was cool, um, yeah, it's just, it's just badass to see. Because there's Tom Cruise and Henry Zerny, you know, back again. That so that was cool. Um, that scene was awesome, by the way. Um, the only real thing I didn't like about the movie was near the end of the movie, and I'm pretty sure this will turn into part two. Because it's a part one of two, so I really can't complain. But just because I haven't seen part two yet, 
there is a character that is completely, and I mean literally completely missing, who has been in this franchise for a while, that, that is part of the team in this movie. Uh, and this character is completely missing from the ending of this film. The last maybe 40 minutes of it. 35, 40 minutes. I mean, it has to be. The character is just gone from the film. You never hear the character on the intercom. You never hear the hear anything. Like he's the the character's gone. It's crazy, and he's and the character's still alive. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Um, and a couple things here and there. Um, nitpicks really. Uh, but really, I. I genuinely think that, that this is my favorite of the, of the, of the franchise. Um, I downright loved it. I mean, I get an A plus for me. I mean, this is the second year in a row where Tom Cruise has made a basically perfect movie for me. I mean, again, as a huge fan of this franchise, and, and, and I should say, humongous fan of this franchise this might be my favorite action franchise of all time now the bond franchise completely has competition now if 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 they land part two if part two is as good or better then this could surpass the bond films as my favorite action franchise because uh, it's 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 so good since part three it's been so consistent by the way I want to say something real quick about part three I rewatched that movie recently um holy crap that movie is dark like genuinely that movie is dark like it's the darkest toned movie in the franchise Like, I genuinely couldn't believe it. When I was re-watching the movie, I was like, God damn, this movie is dark. Anyway, I still really like Part 3 a lot. That movie's really, really good. I think it's very underrated in the franchise. Um, I think it's actually really, really good. Um, yeah, man. I really enjoy it. Uh, I really, really do. Um, and like I said, I kind of love this franchise. So for me, it's like, yeah. Why not just continue to love the franchise? And and, and this, this franchise has yet to let me down, really, since part since part two. I mean, I mean, and I wouldn't even say it's let down by part two. It's just not as good as the other films in the franchise. So I'm gonna rank the films now. Um, it's gonna be tough, but I think I think I kind of have I think I kind of know my list now it's going to be tough but number um, number number eight like I said is is part two like I said I do like this film it's not as good the rest of the franchise it definitely is tone tonally stylistically different so number seven uh, Mission Impossible 2. Number 6 is the original. 
Um, I'm not a, I don't think I've ever, actually, no, that's not true. I have watched a couple episodes of the original show. But I haven't watched so many episodes of the show that I'm, you know, extremely, like, beholden to those characters. I understand that that, that, that they shit on a, a major character from that show. I get that. Um, in that first movie, but I still think that that is one of the best pure spy thrillers of the last 30 years, 35 years. And that's a, it's really, really well done. Of, of the franchise, this is the most true, still the most true film to the original TV show. Tone, plot, genre-wise. Um... Still really really like this first one a lot, but it's 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 this it's my number six. Um, number five is Fallout, where in in this film Dead Reckoning Part Two, I had no problems with any of this film. For me, it's the story of of Fallout that puts it third to last, where I will say it's a pretty big gap, I have to say that, um, between the first one and Fallout, and I basically love Fallout, it's just for me, Fallout has a story that's a been there, done that, seen there, seen it all, you know, been there, done that, seen it once, seen it a couple times, but the action sequences in that film are downright possibly the best of the franchise. Even after watching Dead Reckoning Part 2, or Part 1. Um, I, I, it, it, they're just, they're, the action sequences in, in, in Fallout are mind-blowing. It's just for me. That story is a bit been there, done that, seen it all before. But Fallout's great. It's a fantastic movie. Number four is Mission Impossible 3. Um, like I just said, that movie is dark. The movie is, is, is the darkest of the franchise, but I really like it. I think J.J. Abrams was the one that came in and helped modernize this franchise. He does a really good job here in his this was his feature debut I, it was he done six so it was um he does a really good job with this movie like I said it's really dark but the, it has a it has a very similar tone to the rest of the franchise this the, this is the one that I could honestly tell somebody watch three and on you can watch two one 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 and two for sure but if you really just want to get get to the same tonal consistency, watch three, four, five, six, and seven, and then probably eight. Um, number three for me is Ghost Protocol. I love this movie. I have loved this movie since I saw it in the theater back in 2011. I thought it was really, really well done. It's probably the lightest toned of the franchise. Probably the most like fun of the franchise. It's really cool. It has the Dubai sequence, which I think is, if not the best, one of the best stunts. It's top 
three for me in this franchise, to be honest with you. It's so good, though. It's so cool. I love that. I love the movie. I genuinely think it's, like, a near-perfect action film. Um, and, yeah, that's my number three. My number two is Rogue Nation. Um, what was my number one for the longest time has been supplanted by the new kid on the block. Um, I love Rogue Nation. I still to this day think it's... It probably has my favorite motorcycle motorcycle chase scene of all time. Um, Very, 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 very close to me saying the Fallout motorcycle chase is close to that. But I think for me, uh, Rogue Nation just takes it just a little bit. But that, that motorcycle chase in in, uh, in Fallout was spectacular. Um, this, this is the introduction of Ilsa Faust to the franchise. Um, and she is one of, she's probably honestly my favorite character in the franchise minus Ethan Hunt I mean seriously she's a she's a fantastic character I love her character so much um but then and then yeah my number one is Dead Reckoning part one I mean this is a perfect action movie this the plot here like there there are there are multiple dialogue sequences that are as riveting, that are as cool, that are as awesome for me as the action scenes in this film. There's a particular action, or a particular dialogue sequence um, at a party at night that I thought was excellent. Excellent. Um... Like I, like I said, the only thing that really bothers me bothers me about this film is that the, a one character in the film disappears for the final act of the film. But really, besides that, if part two is better than this film, then Rogue Nation is going to be my third favorite. Part one is going to be my my second favorite. And part eight is going to be, be my number one because it, I mean it's it's tough right now. Maybe it's maybe maybe it's recency bias. I don't know, but I absolutely love this movie. I I couldn't I I texted a friend after I watched the movie and I said I finally saw Dead Reckoning Part One. And he goes and he goes and what did you think? I'm like I couldn't I couldn't think. I, 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 get, I, sent, I sent him a gif of I have no words. I mean, it's, 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 incre- it's incredible. By the way, I should say, it's kind of funny to me what's going on with the actor's strike and the writer's strike right now with the AI stuff. Very relevant to the plot of, of Dead Reckoning Part 1 and part two I'm going to assume because yeah it's it's nuts man I will tell you what it's nuts 
yeah, I, I, I love this franchise. I love this new film. And it's my favorite of the franchise for right now. So yeah, I will talk to you all later on. Peace out. Bye-bye.